Welcome to yet another edition of Minor Details. The Minor Deets from hey. the 305. What's going on, Marky Mark? Everything's going good. This is part two today, right? Yes. Of space music. I'm this your host. Is your list. I'm your host, Colonel Chimp. And, ah, and we do have the part two of space music. Now, I took yes. a little bit of a different approach. I was looking at the music. I definitely chose StarCraft because that's one of like the games I grew up playing. And it's just, you know, there in my memories, very good memories. Yeah, and it's a good game, too. It's a one of the foundation RTS games. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Normalize a lot of things in it. Um, I played a little bit of StarCraft 1, just mostly for the story, because uh, I wanted to play 2, but I'm the type of person to try to keep in line with the with the whole context of the story. So I definitely went back, played one, was not disappointed. Realized it is a really fun game. And um, especially if you're like new to RTS games, that's probably one of the best ones to start. It's kind of a little bit more casual friendly, I would say. Red Alert is too intense, in my opinion. And yeah, yeah. So it definitely does have interesting music. Of course, um, StarCraft is a bit influenced by the uh, 40K universe. So they share a lot of, similar aspects space marines uh, nice. space stuff uh protoss and eldar are pretty similar and tyranids and zerg they're basically the same thing essentially you know we'll have to do um, a comparison episode once one day yeah maybe maybe but 40k gets like it gets super deep into it you know it's like you can't mention one thing without like this whole other aspect of the lore but anywho this is just pandering let's um see what your list is about right so yeah so i wanted to talk about my experience with starcraft a little bit um and i'm glad you mentioned that because yeah i um i wasn't really big into rts's or i enjoyed playing them but i wouldn't say i was very good at them especially at a young age but starcraft was a very good it gave it a good single player feel to it and it was it was the lore it was the the entire world surrounding it and that was also yeah really really enjoyable my favorite thing about it is just you could like it's okay to go like a specific build. For instance, if you go humans, you could just go full tanks and be pretty much covered. Yeah, there's different strategies, advantages, and whatnot. But when you're like 12, I'm not really thinking about that. I'm just <laughs> just even I'm just young. surprised like 12 years could play like a game like that. Because if if I played that game at like at your age, I guess like twelve, like same thing. I would probably just keep like losing or something. I'm like, sure I the did. idea of like building up stuff and like not being constantly action. When I was like younger, you know, I was playing different set of games than you were. I'm probably sure, you know. And don't get me wrong, I wasn't you know going hardcore on the um, uh, on the on how deep the game could get. I'm sure I was taking advantage of a lot of the of the cheats that were built in. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, but either way, I had fun. That was that was the important part when you're like ten years old. All right, so which... as I was listening to the music, oh yes, um, I started noticing different uh, between the Terran. You know, you, you, for people who haven't played StarCraft, there's the Terran, there's the Protoss, and there's the Zerg. Those are the three main races you could play. And I I I noticed similar themes throughout each race. Yep. And I wanted to highlight a couple of things about that. Very quickly, my favorite theme is probably going to be um, any human real theme because they have like um, like they have that leader. What's his name? Um, 
the 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 main the guy who like betrays everything. Jim Rayner? Not Jim yeah. Rayner. No, he's a good one. Then the other guy, um, yeah, yeah, the um, I see him in my head. Yeah, all the music is like very authoritarian. Authoritarian. For his stuff, yeah, yeah I would and I say really so. like that. I really like that type of sound. Authoritarian music. Well, from listening to what I found here online, at least, I, I tried buying them just just really quickly about the music. I, I, I tried buying it. I could not find it. It was only on iTunes. You have to have iTunes account. Oh, Fuck that. Whatever. Yeah. Um, the music is apparently by Glenn Stafford, Jason Hayes, Derek Duke, Big Tuna. And Are those the same guys who did uh, the, Blizzard, w. the Diablo series and Warcraft? I would imagine they all worked together um, or separately on different tracks throughout Blizzard's early run. Because I'm going to reach out and say this. I think the Blizzard music kind of like early blizzard like they all have their it, it's like they're all different but it has its own blizzard sound you know it has its own um musical identity essentially well it, it, I, early I, blizzard not not now blizzard now blizzard is is not good gotcha, gotcha. old blizzard is the best <laughs> well i mean so just to give credit to them, um, to the producers, uh, to the songwriters. I'm not really sure on YouTube it has these d- different names, including Tracy W. Bush. On iTunes, it'll just say Glenn Stafford. On the Blizzard website, it says Glenn Stafford um, and Derek Duke, and I think Jason Hayes as well. So whoever it was, uh, big ups to you. But on Terrence's side, I noticed, well, let's just listen to it a little bit. It's a very Americana feel. What is this? Um, what is... What are you doing in this? Is this like a regular match type of music is playing? Like as you pick humans and you're just doing like the first level or something? Yeah, each race has like three or four different um, songs dedicated to them. Yeah. And from just listening to them, uh, I I found where the theme stood out the most, the the points I wanted to make. With the Terran, it's very, um, it's very, I want to say cowboy bebop, but it's not jazzy at all. It's more... That typical Wild West frontier. Yeah. You know, but... I would imagine that's like Rainer stuff. Because Rainer is uh, his character in the game. He's like a sheriff. Exactly. In like a lone town. And like the... That one dude is like gathering forces together to like fight back against like unknown threats. And that's like Rainer and his stuff. Rainer's like on a bike too, if I remember correctly. He's mostly on like a like a like a speed bike and he's more used to like go in and out like just very quickly go in shoot up the place and get the hell out and um yeah a lot of his stuff is very western even in starcraft 2 he's way on the western side of like space opera i guess you know yes i would say that that space bike is really like it's the analogous to the um to his horse, you know. Yeah, yeah, I would say that it's like his his horse. Yeah, he's essentially like a like um like the only sheriff, you know, in a western. So you'll definitely hear it in the music. The instruments chosen, the main instruments you hear, you hear a lot of like guitar, like acoustic guitar. Um, you have uh, like a typical Americana sound. Um, you know, drums like rock drums, some bass. You'll hear um. Uh, some sometimes horns. Some this one's particular song remind me of uh, Bon Jovi, Dead or Alive. It just it sounds so much like it. But let's listen to it a, a, a little bit a little bit of that right now. Here we go. Mm-hmm. 
the real for us to just focus on th what what we just heard right there it sounds to me a lot like you know you have that like it sounded like um like guitar plucking do 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 and then you had that more um high string guitar sounded more like a slide or something so, so, so something being plucked very to be honest right when the music started it started something in my brain thinking i need to be building more uh scvs <laughs> well that means you're 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 well trained yeah <laughs> I, essentially because when you play this as soon as it begins i'm like this is like just the music you play as a humans i think when yeah. you're just like that's play, even yeah. if you're playing against cpu um and that music is it's very again like they it's as you said it's very like western-esque and it kind of makes sense for like the character like Rainer, you know so what then, I mean? So then now let's listen to an example. Well, this straight up is this Bon Jovi. That's what I heard when I was listening to that song. I'm like, okay. This, oh, that's what you heard? This yeah. This sounds like this person's being inspired by Bon Jovi or trying to go for that feel. Yeah, it's the, it's the steel guitar, isn't that? That's exactly, a steel guitar. Well, they're trying exactly. to mimic it through like a, a synth, obviously. I don't think they would have an actual steel guitarist there playing. It just, uh, imagine fitting all the information on that like yeah you know, this is the, the, this is the, the late 90s i mean you could um you could still record it and, and sample it but it's not going to be you i know. was thinking more uh um western films tell you the truth i was like when i heard the beginning at least it just made me think do a call back oh, for to sure. like the good and bad the ugly fistful of dollars um yeah movies movies like that i definitely got that feeling but yeah again this music very it like hit something in my brain thinking I need to be building shit right now. <laughs> Alright, so let's listen to a little more. Um, you still have those main instruments. You have the, the um the drums with the with the rim shots. So just just keep just keeping that beat. Um, the important thing the is bass. that it leaves it very open because with the gameplay, if you're thinking, you know, playing along with this game, there's points where it's not constantly action. If anything, StarCraft um is kind of like burst action, and then one person like just kind of takes over, right? And um, 
I like the the space it leaves open. Like it goes into those intense moments, you know, where it, it starts um picking up the beat a little bit. You know, um, they add more instruments and they add like it. They add like longer chords. It builds up. Yeah, it builds up and stuff. But then it comes down, and it's the build up. It it does a decent build up, but like the release is kind of quick. You know, then it goes back to like the windy s openness of it. And I think in gameplay style, when you're playing, that's a good representation because there's moments where you're building, you're going back to check on your stuff while you send your main army out, while you're sending scouts out and stuff. So. I think it fits with the gameplay very well. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad you mentioned space because that's going to be a big theme later on. Some other songs that I choose. This, by comparison, has no space. Yeah, <laughs> it's, I think that's yeah. Again, that's like. But I see what purposeful. you're saying. Yeah, because I, I definitely see what you're saying. Starcraft is like a game where it's like you just when you begin, you begin. Right? There's no like. Because even um, though there's not action going on, you still have a plan, or you still have a, a plan in, in play, like things are going on it's just not you're not necessarily killing people but yeah starcraft it's like on. a very active game in the sense of you got to be thinking about all these different things the next move yeah, yeah. the next move next and the moves. music was constantly like progressive or prod rocky how it was like near the end that would just get a little bit over encumbered very prog rocky yeah so i, I definitely felt like he, he was trying to get at first, he was more Americana, and then it felt more like like prog rock. Yeah. And then the next example I'm going to give you now, I'm glad you mentioned that. It's going to be early prog rock. Here, check this out. So that's obviously another uh, another build up track where it, it was yeah it I was down there and then now it's trying to build up into something else. I wonder if this is the um the music that plays while you're doing the mission debriefs in between. Possibly, possibly because but- it kind of sounds like it, and it sounds like it's you know it makes sense relative if it's constantly building up because it's the mission debrief right before you do the game or like the mission you do. I think these tracks mostly just looped in the background as you were playing. Because it's 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 kind of designed to go into each other, like like each a song maybe three or four minutes long, but it's really like several different parts together, so it doesn't feel like the same song per se, and it could just easily loop back to the front. Yeah, but there's definitely I know this for a fact. There's definitely music dedicated for the mission debriefs. Yeah, I think it's called the ready room music. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, the this, mission yeah, debrief room. This is not the ready room music. Oh, it's not. Yeah, this is just Terran one. This is just from the actual game. Oh, okay. From the actual in the game, but this is what it reminded me of. Just to get back to my point, this is what it reminded me of. Because, like, once again, this is all following a theme here. Get to the point where it really sounds like it. For you, for you, for you of those who don't know, that's Pinball Wizard by the Who, and to me that totally sounded like what this person was trying to do here in in this part. The um, that's right 
year. sound familiar same kind of build up same kind of rhythm i mean i'm not saying he's stealing from these people but like i I can i feel like this person or these people are definitely inspired by these different tracks yeah yeah i would agree now that you pointed it out now i'm starting to question if he did straight up take it (laughs) i I mean mean, just minus the up the upstrum yeah oh yeah just minus the upstrum and bam And then, you know, as we go on, I'll just give a couple of quick other examples. This um, around A28, it sounds like yes. To me, it sounded like yes. It's not like early prog rock. Here we go. The synths. When they try to mimic a steel guitar. Yeah, it goes back to the Americana, and then I want to highlight the end of this as it fades out. Just pay attention to the to the vibrato, the waviness. on a thing and say that almost sounds like um i'm gonna go on a limb and say uh oh man i just had it on the tip of my tongue it sounds very again it sounds very prod rocky yeah um i do I like how that transition went over to um that prod rock back to like the western-esque style but with starcraft i'm kind of more geared to the the western style i like when they try to mimic a steel guitar um, it, it just gives off a very unique sound within itself, you know? Absolutely. And then the last example I'll give, once again, these are all like typical 1900s from the early to like... 1900s? Yeah, from like, I, I would say this, um, the... It's more like we were saying Western films. 80s, like 90s. But the progress stuff is like definitely 60s and 70s. Yeah. And then the last example is, and this once again, this is the instruments they chose to use. They could have used anything to play the same stuff, but they specifically chose. This time, Blizzard must have had some funding because I don't remember if Warcraft, this was definitely after Warcraft 1 and 2. I just, I think Warcraft 3 came later. So it was. Uh, Warcraft 1, 2, then Brood Diablo War. 1. Brood War. Bro- uh, yeah, and then StarCraft. No, Diablo definitely came first before first. StarCraft. For no, no, I said, sure. no, I said, oh. I said Warcraft, then Diablo, then okay. StarCraft. Yeah, yes, I yes, said that. absolutely, yeah. you're right. Um, so my point being, like, I feel like at this point, they're kind of like understanding they're, they're in the, the groove of the music, in my opinion, you know, compared to, uh, not saying the music's bad in like Warcraft One, Two, and Diablo. I'm just saying I feel at this point they're kind of like a little bit. It it, it gives off of a very unique sound, and I feel this is a little bit more unique than the previous ones, the previous right. games. Well, since they don't specifically say who did what, 
we're only guessing. Yeah, we're only guessing. <laughs> yeah, at this point. But yeah, this but this by this point it's definitely late nineties, early two thousands with with the Brood War stuff. And then just I have one more example here. This one's a little more. Um, it's gonna be. It, it has this nice groove. This more just like four on the floor type. Doom, doom, doom. And this is more like eighties, more late seventies, early eighties. And then there's like a, this real jazz influenced pop groove that I enjoyed. Here we go. Snap bass, slap bass. This sounds like really 80s stuff. Yep. Probably early 80s. Love that. Again, I feel like this is the point where they kind of understood in terms of gameplay and music, you know? I'm sorry, I could not hear what you, what you were saying. What? I'm saying that I'm just trying to make my point relative in the sense of I feel like this is one of their strongest music tracks in, in the game. Um, during this time, you know, compared to like other games, I would imagine. No doubt. So that was the Terran. Like, um, you'll see mostly those themes throughout, um, when it's their stuff. And then with Protoss, it's completely different. This is more of a focus on orchestral instrumentation. Yeah. Well, they're trying, they were probably trying to give the feeling of like, these are like educated higher beings. This, exactly. This higher beings, this ancient yeah. race. Exactly. So one would think, oh, yeah. And it's kind of funny because later on the lore, it's like it just gets really funny, in my opinion. I I really like I really like the Eldar in um, in the 40K universe. So like I kind of like the Protoss a little bit more in Starcraft universe. Right. But I don't like how they're set up with their lore and their story. But anywho, you could continue. This is just a separate topic, but. Yeah, just, yeah, again, so, they were probably most likely trying to pick out that like higher being educated race. Correct. So there was humans. a conscious effort, as I'm trying to say, there's conscious effort as the people were choosing what they were playing. Uh, definitely the, the orchestral instrumentation, also more complex music structures, in my opinion. So let's listen to a little bit here. And it feels a little bit more like a Pink Floyd song at times, too.
that was really the more doom and gloom side of their of of the of the Protoss. There's always that looming um, feel of like this race is gonna fall apart and die. Well, the when it um, comes to Protoss, you know. Well, that's funny you mentioned that. Um, in the story, anyways, in the Protoss story, um, if I if I'm correct, you're right that it's kind of doom and gloom because they are a species that's very arrogant. In the sense of they went around destroying human colonies, like literally destroying them, not telling the humans why they were doing this. And they could communicate with with humans. They have like the tendrils on their back. That's like a a, a psychic thing that's connected to all the alien species. And they all like share thoughts and stuff like that. And I have like an opinion with the water droplets because I never noticed that. And I'm and while I was listening to that, I'm trying to run through on like why that would be a thing. Maybe it's just to make it sound creepy or whatever. But in my opinion, I think it might have to do something with like their species being connected, something with water droplets, like they're all connected somehow or whatever. But that's, that's just interesting. Me. I like that. This is me just trying to dig into that, trying to figure out something. But again, these are alien and I think they lost their homeworld at this point. Yes. They lost their homeworld because the Zerg have taken over it essentially yeah. so they are and they share similar stuff with the eldar because it's almost the same thing with the eldar where they lost all their essentially all their home planets and they lived on and they live now currently in the lore in these giant craft worlds which are like these giant humongous ships that just have their people living on there and that's like innocent people just like the last of their races and it's like what is it it's like 90 percent of their race is dead wow and um, again, share they share similar, you know, stuff between the Starcraft and the and the forty k. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I like that. I really like how it's very like they they took inspiration from that. You know, there's a rumor saying that, and and I don't know if this is true. I looked on the internet trying to find this is true, saying like Starcraft was originally supposed to be a forty k. A license mm. game but then games workshop backed out the last second and then they create they started creating their original stuff i would not looking be back looking into it i think that's wrong though oh yeah i believe i think personally doing the research it seems like they've been th- this was like a project they've been working on okay like right after i think it's right after diablo they started working on starcraft okay. and i think in my opinion they just took those elements and just crafted it in their own way right yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, as artists, we're always influenced by each other and everything around us, so... Yeah, yeah, ex- exactly. I mean, again, the Space Marines and the um, and the Marines in this one, they look exactly the same, but I think, again, it's just an influence thing, you know, because they don't have, like, a Sarah Kerrigan or a Queen of Blades, you know? Um, I mean, you could argue that's, like, Slanesh from uh, 40K, but she's, like, a fucking... <laughs> she's a fucking chaos god, so I don't think that's a fair equivalent. All right, we have a lot to get through, so let's. Um, I, I want to find a good example of the or- the, the, the orchestration um, in the Protoss, so just give me a sec.
So we can see all the different instruments you hear. First, to start off with those deep, I mean, everything's synth, obviously, but it's approximating those those deep bass, um, not, um, cello sounds, do-do-do. And then later you have something uh, uh, approximating violins, you hear a harp, you hear um, a little bit of bell instruments you usually hear in an orchestra, you know. But also a lot more, a lot more space. These very large landscapes of synth, is, you feel like the immense, vast... Well, in the gameplay, compared that to the gameplay with actually, you know, playing the Protoss, when you play the Protoss, the main difference is you're not constantly laying down uh you're not constantly making the, the the little worker guys instead you're trying to constantly make pylons. Pylons, pylons so you're putting pylons everywhere and you got like two or three of those one units and the important thing about protoss that um humans you could throw units at while protoss it's more about controlling uh it's more about quality over quantity so you want like a decent group of like um of Protoss warriors, zealot warriors, and you got like five of them, and that's like a decent number. And the important thing is to to remember, especially along with the gameplay, along with the setting and everything. Uh, Protoss levels usually take uh, take on other, not their own home planet, you know. So it's always going to be an alien sound. Um, the other important thing to remember, especially along with the gameplay, it's not just like. With the humans, you had those like quick action, you know, those quick guitar parts and stuff. Well, and I would feel like that's a more representation of you know getting your army, sending them out, and letting them do destruction and whatnot. While Protoss, again, you're more concentrated on trying to get those very specific, really strong units and trying to keep them alive, you know. And it fits with the lore of the people because there's not a lot of them because a lot of them has been kicked out of their own home planet right. because of the Zerg. Hence the, the, the vast feel. The, the vast, of the, yeah. The, like sense open, the big vastness, the openness. The space. Absolutely. The sense of unknown because, again, it's not that the Protoss are bad guys. They just see that once a planet has the um, Zerg infestation on it, there's, like, no hope for it. So, unfortunately, if there's humans on that planet... They're just going to die because it's either that or become organic matter for the Zerg to eat and become more powerful. I'm glad you mentioned that because there's a, a later ver um, later example where it's just this and I'll show it. It's just like a bunch of wind whoosh, and you feel that emptiness with the wind. Like, yeah, everything's left from the Zerg destroying everything. But it's, it's just well, we never again, we never go to their home planet and until Starcraft 2 and that's its own like whole fucking thing and. Uh, the music in that is pretty, you know, it's it's epic, essentially, because, of course, they have way more money. And this was like a big anticipated release, you know. And um, again, it does. Rep but the whole emptiness and feeling it, I could roll with it because, um, again, their people are fleeing. They're they're fleeing. They're 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 not like exactly. That's what I was. Meant, they're not yeah. trying to take a stance or just in the passive, just trying to live and trying to defeat the Zerg menace. So let's listen to just a couple more examples. Like the little flute there, a little clarinet.
some brass instruments. Yeah. It's very neutral-esque music. It's not very intense on, like, certain things. It's very... This also reminds me that there is another section of Protoss known as the, I think they're just the dark Protoss, but they're ones who like disconnected their, their psychic link. This music kind of reminds me of that just a little bit. Reminds me of Zarathul, I think that's his name. See, it definitely varies between that. It goes back into that more melodic, a lot of harmony, a lot of different like changes with the chords and the melody. It feels more like a traditional RPG approach to, um, to to soundtrack, and you have still you know um, um, more of those instruments, and then it just falls back into the wind and the, the, the doom and gloom. Like the ending part reminds me a lot of Akira Kurosaka films, Kurosawa, yeah. Kurosawa films. Because um, a lot of the time they have just the wind blowing, especially Seven Samurai, when they're mm. looking at the graves of the fallen samurai brothers. It's like just wind and then like just uh, Takio drums. Taiko, yeah. Taiko drums. And uh, it makes sense because if you look at the Protoss, they are essentially a like a like a samurai-esque built like um, like warrior race. Where they and, and they have like uh, phase blades that they use too, yeah. so it's kind of like their katana, and they're all about honor and shit like that. So it's a very um, it reminds me of a mixture of like a space opera and a samurai put together. I feel like all three of these races are really just different representations of what humans have the potential of being. You know, eh, yeah. I mean, I have a I have a different feeling. I just. I see them each as a different, like, race as their own, I guess. I don't oh, know absolutely. how to put that. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I don't really care much about the humans. <laughs> like, StarCraft Two, I skipped the fucking human campaign. I'm like, fuck those guys. Fuck humans. They're boring, you know? And I went right into Protoss and the Zerg. And, like, they are they are the top to play. I That's what I love about StarCraft is, like, I feel like it was one of the early games that added different alien race you could play as in the sense of like in the sense of your strategy as you play them in the gameplay humans it's more like industrial so you're going to want to be building 
a bunch of like factories and stuff and constantly keep send, sending out troops and and planes and tanks. Zerg it's like you have to use one uh one maggot or larvae state and then that becomes like your little zergling and then from that it can mutate into other things. Right. Right? And Protoss it's like um a more slower approach or more like specialized approach because you need to conserve your units you need you need to make sure when you send them in a majority of them are living through the battles right right so right. i think the music also reflects each one in us in a really good way you know i would say like especially the humans it's more american it's way more american style you know which it makes sense if you look at the characters and stuff they're very like american-esque you know like Jim Raynor, especially, you know, he's a fucking sheriff, <laughs> you know. Now let's get into the last race, uh, the Zerg. And right away, it's just going to be mostly synth, heavy, heavy, distorted synth, heavy, distorted guitars. Yeah. Heavy, you distorted bass. You see, the bass. thing is, is when in StarCraft 2, they kind of like realize what the good musical motif for each race is. Right. And I think they just redo the Zerg music in, in the second one. And because I remember in the first one, this one, the Zerg music was kind of like, I mean, it was different, but it was kind of like the other two, like kind of put together. Um, I mean, from the examples, it just, there's a real raw energy to everything real. Like, I feel like there's just no filter to everything. Um, it's, it's a little more simple in that regard, but it's also very layered in its, in, in the stuff they use. Let's, let's, let's listen to a little bit of it. Yeah. definitely a lot more use of like of drum machine type stuff you have it's not very interesting in my opinion more than no, i love it it actually sounds great i mean to me it doesn't sound it doesn't sound zerg to me to me you this know, is it like, just sounds your stereotypical i'm trying to be creepy yes it is definitely trying yeah. to be especially creepy. You're right you know the little parts with the that's like in metal gear too so when i think of that i think of sneaky i think i need to be sneaky and stuff and again when you play zerg they're not sneaky. You know, the whole point of the Zerg is literally a Zerg wave. You want, like, all these Zerg to be qu quickly going in and destroying Don't worry. everything. We're going to get there. We're yeah. going to get there. It has to build up. Yeah. <laughs> you, well, can't, you can't go straight to the, uh, the, the, um, the yeah. bus. But again, again, I'm coming from the perspective of the second game because, again, they, like, redid the music in that one. And each one just fits so well. Well, I mean, you know, the point being that like it's completely different instrumentation, different approach. Um, you have a, the other song, the other ones didn't really use delay all that much. This one definitely leaves a lot more to like that kind of stuff. Let's just listen to a couple more ex examples here. This feels more like a Pink Floyd track. 
then it kicks into heavy synth real soon. I know you don't like it. Yeah, I'm not save, a big fan sa- of it. Sa- save your comments. <laughs> just, just. It's like there's a Thurman in there too. I'm not trying to say this is amazing, amazing music. I enjoy it, but it, it is, it isn't like life, um, groundbreaking. I, I completely understand it. But yeah, I, this but, is a thing again. I feel like they got like the other two races like really good, you know. And I feel like Zerg, they were just kind of like, fuck, what do we do, you know? <laughs> well, I mean, I disagree. I completely disagree. But point is, um, there's no drums. They're using straight drum machines. Uh, you uh, like I was saying, a, a lot more heavy synth. You have that that ripping solid. Wait, I thought they all used drum machine, right? Yeah, but like earlier, they were trying to approximate a, 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 um, an actual drum set. You had they had the rim They're trying shots. To mimic it. You had um, exactly. Yeah. You, you have here. You don't have snares. You 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 don't have hi hats. It sounds more like a drum machine, like like what you would hear in this kind of music. Like yeah. Synth music, but then. Just the last example we have here, I think this is probably the best part. And I know it's not saying much for you, but that heavy bass sounds nice though, I like it. The delay on the drums. As it fades away. Like to me, you could this could be like a human track. Alright, I'll stop giving you Zerg. You examples. know what I mean? Like what happened? I feel like that if you were if that didn't say Zerg, right? I would be like that sounds like the human track a little bit. You know? Like if it was like doing like some um some other motif, I guess, but the, my point being, I'm not really hearing Zerg. You know what I mean? Because you have the idea of Zerg too. I know. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know, yeah. I Again, I have that <laughs> idea. But my whole point being, like Protoss, they got that right. You know, with the whole like it's a mystery, but there's still like suspense with it. The American one, like representing like almost capitalism at its finest. You know, you're constantly building, and it has like those winded guitar solos. You know. And Zerg, I mean, I kind of see what they're trying to go for, but I would like more, like, creepy background noises. Like, you know, with the water drops? Well, were you the one making it? No. No, I they wasn't. They were the one making yeah, it. Yeah, they were the one. And I'm <laughs> telling you, they were just like, oh, shit. You're probably right. This I... is, and, and at the end of the day, this was a rush game, too. This Maybe didn't it was... have enough time. So I feel like, especially, like, Brood War, because I would imagine... Because I don't think you play the Zerg at the regular thing. I think Brood War... 
You do? Yeah. Brood War is when... Well, in the story. In the story, Oh, yeah. yeah. No, there was. Yeah, you play yeah. as the hive mind. Yeah, because, yeah. But it's Brood not War concluded is, is in the Kerrigan main story. Comes. Then it's then it's concluded in the Brood War. Yeah, the first one ends with um, what's-her-face... Um, Kerrigan killing becoming... the, the mind that you that you controlled. Yeah, that um, I, I think she gets, like, left on the planet or something like yeah, that. Yeah, well, that's a big... That, that's, like, one of the best video yeah. trailers in Star Trek history. Uh, not Star Trek. Uh, Starcraft is uh, when you see Kerrigan get left behind and she's like fighting off the Zerg. I still remember you, that. Um, and you know when you see it for the first time, it's literally just a little pixel her just like standing there. But when they read, but it's it, the emotion you feel though. It's like yeah, like yeah, whatever. Anyway, yeah. I mean, again, I didn't play it when I was younger. You know, um, I, I got into more of two, and when I saw that that little trailer, I mean, that just blew my mind. You know. When she got left behind and stuff, it was very cool. I, again, but I would like more creepy music to represent like the Zerg being scary, you know, because that the whole thing with the Zerg and Tyranids is that they're literally the scariest thing in the universe, you know? They're the thing that causes a whole alien race to lose its home planet and then start burning human planets because of them, right? While the, um, Tyranids, they kind of work the same, but it's more like there's no warning and they just appear and just eat everything, you know? All right, so let's get away from StarCraft. Let's, um, so thank you for listening to my so StarCraft was, examples. That was the first one. That was the first one. Now that was the first one. The rest is going to be shorter. It's just going to be a couple of tracks I have here from FTL. Yes. And um, so I had mentioned I wanted to do FTL earlier. And then when you were choosing your Subnautica uh, Sub-Zero, we realized that it was it yeah was, it was the same person yeah same I, person. I looked up online because i remember i told you when i was playing this game like a while back ago i just heard the music and i remember playing ftl and going like this music is very familiar oh, familiar yeah. so like yeah i went out on my way to see it like to just look it up myself because again like that's the cool thing about being a musician is that um you could recognize people's sounds I definitely you know? don't hear this compared to the at least that one track you showed me, but I have to listen to, to, to the rest. I actually ended up buying the, um, that album yeah. from him. Well, for me, it's just like any synth thing he works with. I feel like... He's very talented. Any really synth, talented. he has his own synth sound, and I feel like they, they work together really well. I think he has like just a really good notion of what he's strong at. He's really good. I'm going to show examples. He's really good at layering. Yeah. Like all these different synths, but it's a masterful use of reverb. Like you definitely feel these wide open spaces. And for those who don't know, FTL is a game where you're, you're um, in a ship most of the time. You're um, kind of, it's a bird's it's eye a view. It's a roguelike game. Yeah, it's roguelike. It's a bird's eye view and, 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 and you control all the different people there that control the different systems, whether it's the engines, whether it's the power, whether it's this and that. And it's a really fun game if you haven't played it before. But you have, all, once again, these different races, um, something like approximates the Zerg, something more like humans, they have like, like robots. They have like rock people, rock mantis people, people mm -hmm. um, slug people, uh, like, yeah, like smoke people, I guess. Like, and they have regular humans. So I like what Ben did here um, because half the time you're going from world, uh, you're going from like spot to spot on the map. And only sometimes do you run into um, enemies who you may or may not yeah. fight. So he'll have a theme for the particular area, whether it's the, um, the Mantis area, whether it's the, 
the Angies or the Rockmen or just or if like you're stuck in a solar storm if I remember there's yes. different songs on that yeah you, um, you could already you can't spend too much time going from spot to spot because um, there's a giant um, there's like an alien rival alien force that's like taking out each of the galaxy and it's slowly taking over the yeah, galaxy. Yeah, like the galactic so you, force or whatever. Yeah, yeah, if you stay in one place, you're going to be fighting gonna them get really you, early. Exactly. But the whole point is to fight them, the big mothership. At the end, but, yeah. you're, but you're building up first. Exactly. So the songs are divided between um, the Explorer version and the Battle version. So it's, it's pretty cool how he, he like changes the same feel to, to go into the Battle version. It's really just adding a drum track. Um, but let me give you a couple examples here. I particularly liked, I think it was this one. So you could really hear the use of space here. Yeah, I really like his work because there's a very... lot going on, but there's so much space everywhere, and then especially there at the end, you, you start hearing that reverb, that deep reverb, and you hear just in the distance this little melody just far yeah. in the distance. This is what I like about his work. He's not trying to be like there's not like a certain motif he's trying to hit. It's just like it's very immersive. It's like immersive music. It, the whole point of it trying to like draw you into the game even more which i think fits perfectly because um i could totally see myself just like managing stuff you know not not being in action or whatever just like you know looking over systems seeing like my character stats or whatever seeing all the system stats what i need to upgrade or whatever like with just that music i could see myself doing that because there's no intensity there's no like specific like um driving force yeah driving force it's all very open it's all very just as you said there's a lot of good layering you know it's it's all it feels like there's like a pulse within it feels open it feels relaxed in my opinion too but i do like the little like little voice part where you hear like somebody like almost like talking on a radio or yeah something. like yeah. on a radio or something again really cool. giving that sense you're inside a ship and i like that feeling where where the 
it kind of to me it kind of feels like i am in a ship you know like you're you're hearing the radio and you hear shit like you know just going by i guess so that particular track was called uh debris and it just it really fits in with the whole space um space um the use of space because debris is usually like a field of just like a bunch of like just random parts of from old ships or something yeah and just everything just bouncing off each other just a couple more examples we're gonna do the the mantis um explorer theme and he's really good at making some really memorable memorable melodies and this is what i definitely remember of ftl right here Once again, the layering from little melodies here and there. Yeah. Very chiptune sounds. It, it, it definitely feels more like a like like a, a Game Boy is being used to make this stuff. I mean, to tell you the truth, you could put this in Subnautica again, another game he worked on. I feel like this this fits. You know, not like making any diss, but in the sense of like his music is very, it's very good with the um with the with the use or lack use of like other instruments. He knows like what works well what what works well is setting up everything not like shooting the driving factor right there you know like hitting right jumping right into the melody right there he like builds it up and it's like its own little contained little uh story essentially and that's the thing there is a lot going on in fact when you think about it like there's there's not much space in between the different notes going on but the way it's done it feels like there is space like it's slowly like coming here then coming there then coming there and and then the use of that just little bit light of delay, it just it just it gives it more than it is. He also worked on a game called Into the Breach. Let's listen I would to definitely na- like to listen to that sometime. Let's listen now to the battle version of the same song, and you'll see it's basically just adds a drum track, um, um, a drum machine to give that sense of urgency, but still maintains the same uh, themes.
So you see, he, he kept the same stuff, but he just added yeah. a little more to that bass. It sounds the great. The background is very his style, I would yeah. say, because the little raindrop parts is like, I can see that in other works of his, or so hear I, that in other works of his. So I definitely recommend checking out Ben Pruti, FTL, Subnautica, Sub-Zero. He didn't do the, the, the first one, but he did the, the Sub-Zero, right? Uh, below Zero. Below Zero, sorry. Below he below. might have done the first one. He didn't, I checked. Oh, he didn't? Oh, okay. But he yeah. did do the second one. Mm-hmm. And then now my last example is going to be from a game that I, I wanted to include it because it's just like once again more memories this for me is all like a nostalgia kick yeah and this is a game that not a lot of people knew about um i'm not even sure how i knew about it but it was on the dreamcast it was called armada uh back came out in 99 online shooting game i was surprised to find that out about this game yeah it was online when it came out on um sega dreamcast no, it wasn't on. It was on the Dreamcast, but I don't think the Dreamcast had the online capability. Oh, it did. It did. Yeah, that's how you. Uh, that's that's where Fantasy Star came out on, like the yes, first yeah. one. Yeah. No, yeah, but I think the Armada that came out on the Dreamcast didn't have that capability. Like. Oh, it just didn't have that setting or whatever. Yeah, let me just double check. Did it? No, it didn't come on anything else. No, so you're right. Yeah. No. I yeah, I saw the same thing. Yeah, it's it's like I was surprised to see that it was one of the. An online shooter not like there haven't been online games like ultima online was always around and stuff but this is like a console online game right exactly it was real to be back in 99 yeah it just it didn't it didn't do well it just well yeah it had a lot of potential and i personally loved it i played it with my um, with my really good friend at the time uh bernie and i remember he would just come over and and we would always get cold like we would have to like put on like like a freaking um like a blanket or something because it was just like it was just like you're these you these little ships these little pixelated ships in this giant like like sea of space and you go to these different worlds and you know and the game was like it was fun it wasn't like super crazy but it was a lot of fun for us yeah there's just not much of a plot if i remember reading it just said like an alien race destroyed earth and now you're like on the run essentially you choose like oh uh, you can choose six different um races at the start and then you just a matter of just building up your your character getting new stuff killing stuff it's a lot of fun i love it I yeah like it's an rpg shooter right yeah yes it was a lot of fun we should definitely uh, play a, a little bit of it um from listening to the soundtrack it wasn't super memorable but I did pick out some of uh, the parts that I did like, and we'll just listen to a little bit of that. And let's see.
So I definitely enjoy the um, the. Yeah, I like that one. That was... one's actually pretty good because like, I definitely get that sense of urgency. But to me, this kind of sounds like horror, like space this horror. Feels more like a um a movie, really. Does. Yeah, it does. If tries, they're trying to get that like feel for like a epic of some form. Yeah, I could not find the um the name of the composer. Composer, like I tell you, it was developed by Metro Three D. So someone that worked at Metro Three D or someone they hired. But you could tell they probably did more yeah, films. Yeah, it's probably scores. like a freelance person or something. Yeah, know, most case. But I do get that like cinematic feel from it, and I I kind of like it. Tell you the truth, um, the only thing I would say is the beginning almost sounded Jaws esque, like yeah. with just the cellos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then it kind of it kind of grew on me. You know what I mean? It kind of started growing on me. And this is like an RPG game i haven't played it before but as you said you like visit other worlds and stuff yeah you're in the ship the whole time literally you just start on the ship you fly through it's like there is no person you're in the ship the yeah whole you're time. in the ship yeah and you just fly from world to world and it's kind of the sense where like it's a giant xy like map of different planets and some are higher level some are lower level and you just the same thing where you make sure you don't go to that higher level planet because you're fucked yeah and a lot of time you spend literally just traveling and traveling and traveling and traveling in space and it, it gives that open wide feel yeah it gives like a sense of adventure too mm-hmm. it gives like a sense of call to adventure and i i appreciate it definitely like especially comparing it with like um the starcraft music where they're trying to like individually trying to find a specific motif for each race right well, this one is more like big and more like a big adventure and whatnot. And it's a shooter. Shooters are fun, you know. Yeah, and it's um, shooter. Yeah. You upgrade your stuff, you know. Like that's really the main thing. If you're into shooters, you'll you'll enjoy something like this. But yes, I, that wraps up my space theme songs. Yeah. Um, definitely different approaches to space music. I would say so you see a, a lot of um, similar themes throughout all of them, like. Well, again, for well, if we start from like your order of from the list, like StarCraft would definitely feel more like Blizzard getting a sense of what their music, like where they're strongest at with their music, right? Which is making those motifs for each individual characters, you know, each individual race, right? And in StarCraft Two, like they just hit upon that even harder, you know. Um, the second one you picked, FTL. Like, again, it fits with his style, the Dave Prutney, you know, because, again, this isn't an action-packed game. And for what I read, the game is more based off board games based on fixing your ship, like making sure it's mechanically good and whatnot, and less about action and more about exploration, right? So with his style, it fits way more, you know? And and that's why, again, I picked it for, uh, picked the almost the same uh, uh, composer, for sub uh for uh subnautica below, below zero, zero for the same sense of exploration he's very good at immersive sounds like getting you immersed in the in the world of the game and your third one i would definitely say that's definitely more of like they're trying to call back to like like almost like uh like indiana jones-esque music you know like trying to get that big brav- like bravado and trying to get like like that feel that you're on an adventure that you're like going out exploring these worlds and stuff and i feel you can only do that with like a s- sounds like that where it sounds more orchestrated you know where it has the cello and stuff because i don't know did that sound like a synth cello or a real cello 
because like well the dreamcast was cds DGI, yeah so, so, so they would be able to fit yeah, music like that for sure yeah for so sure, for sure. i kind of feel like it might be a real instrument you know i don't know i i don't think it's like a synth it just sounds too i think you're right i yeah. think the deepness that's what i sound like I'm the sure, deepness i'm of sure it. it was down sampled to a point but yeah yeah, yeah. but it just fits with it because again when you have live instruments it does give that and that's because of like the history of hollywood you know it's just implanted in our brains because you know movies have been a while for uh yeah movies and sound have been around for a while now so it's like when i hear that again that's what appears in my brain or that's the thing that's flickering off in my neuron connectors is is a call to adventure so what I saw in my picks were, um, I mean, I think you're right with everything you're saying. Absolutely, absolutely. But the 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 themes that like at least strung them all together were themes of like the use of space. Obviously, we're trying to, it's space music. So yeah, no matter what, you're in space. So a a a, a lot of them had different approaches to, to, of to creating that space. Whether it's Ben Prunty with you know like the use of reverb and the layering. Yeah. Whether um it was, it was the wind sounds in in um and and Starcraft or how they, they would alternate between um, upbeat and then down and low and then the, yeah. and the long cello sounds. And then here it was, well, I mean, not much of an example there, but um, you have that and you have fear. The, the, um, all, f- all three games definitely give you that sense of fear yeah. because no matter what in space, it is, it is scary. Well, it's unknown, it's which unknown. in our brain thinks scary, but it's just unknown. It's unknown and there's always the... the um, possibility of conflict because you don't know what's out there so you have to be ready so there's definitely that same theme there in terms of gameplay with each one i do feel that each one do fit their game like the music with the gameplay each fits with its style you know like starcraft you got the the low moments and high moments representing you building your units and then sending them out to go fight and then coming back and then recuperating, building up and again. And then building up. Yeah, well, absolutely. if you're good, you don't need to come, come back. back. You're yeah. constantly just sending out armies. But th- I'm not good. But um, the other one, uh, FTL, like definitely that game, it's not, again, it's not like an action-based game. I mean, you can make it action-based, but there's other ways of playing the game. It's more strategy-based. It's more big strategy. time, big It's time. more like um, exploration it's more taking different options than your, you know, standard option, you know? Yeah, you you have to choose what to build up first, and that's going to, like... Um, Even what people you want on your crew, too, because some could, like, work in oxygen-deprived areas, exactly. some can't, yeah. That's one of my favorite parts, like, the whole controlling of the oxygen and, and, and the door locks. That's so cool. Well, the funniest thing you could do in that game, what my friend showed me, um, you could go, like, the rock people, start as the rock people, and never have oxygen on. And then have really strong like shields or something or allow your enemies to board you because the plan would be you let them board you and they just can't they can't there's no oxygen so they just die and then you could go and take over their ship or something or take all their shit yeah but um again like it fits that style you know it fits the gameplay very well because his style is like more immersive if i as i said and it definitely fits that sense. And again, with a game where you're dealing not with so much action and more like exploring other options and exploration, fits the style really well. Armada, mm-hmm. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to play it. We should make that one of the games we stream. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, I think you would enjoy it. Yeah. In fact, I we could play it right now. 
anyway so with that we do want to bid you all good night um, um any th- any final conclusions for you like um no i think those are my, my final it. conclusions um i think we hit it on the nose with um how we looked at it yeah i just saw a lot of fear and a lot of um fear yeah fear and what's it called i think Space. that like also like relevates to my list a little bit too because there are moments except for like undercover of the night where the whole point is you are like the fear you know mm. like because it's like you're hitting back against these alien force that you kept losing at right but like they all had that sense of like fear where there's like a little sense of like a metal sharp coming in like a sharp metal piece or it's like those raindrops that are heard with the protoss they're all supposed to evoke the feeling of unknown and why is this plane here you know and um again that's the important thing with a lot of space games in my opinion a lot of space games you need to get the music down really well because again with space it's very open so there's like a specific mode like sound you have to go for but you could also play around with it and see what other techniques you could develop from it absolutely absolutely all right so i think next episode we'll bring uh the, the 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 castle music castle music yes that this will be your second list right this will be your your pick unless yeah. you want me i could do another set of picks no no i'll be no. down to do that because i got way more castle music i'd like to talk about okay hey well bring it bring it i mean for sure of anything we could do like a like a mix-up like you pick a couple i'll pick a couple yeah but yeah, um yeah. later episodes i definitely want i've been reading apple seeds um, i'm always reading manga and apple seeds really interesting for someone who thought uh, ghost in the show was the best i may like apple seed more i'm not sure yet so i'll definitely get back to you on that i would like to talk about that but we should save it no yeah we definitely will because i have a because between apple seed and ghost in the shell i'm like also kind of mixed because i like how ghost in the shell is more military i gotta watch the movie though i, I haven't seen the movie I, there's like five different movies they made the, yeah they made like a shitload of movies. but what i really like about apple seed is the fact that they're like intertwined the cultures intertwine with the with the mechanical people and oh, yeah. like them. Yeah, the main two characters are one's a cyborg and one's a human. Yeah, one's a human. And they're lovers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, I just I don't know. I really like that dynamic rather than Ghost in the Shell, where it's like, like everybody could get like an attachment, but it's more military serious esque. While I feel heart oh, Appleseed has yeah. like lighthearted moments oh no no apple seed is very military focused too yeah yeah no it's very military focused too but i feel like there's a little bit more heartfelt moments in yes. in apple seed rather than ghost in the shell well ghost in the shell is constantly like a philosophical i mean they both are like a philosophical dump but i feel one is like more intense like the future of humanity and like going above like the transcendence of both people and synthesizing the one being while like apple seed they could have like a funny little anime like legs up in the air drop moment you know i gotta watch the movies um because i think both mangas are lighthearted, even though they both get really deep yeah they both but, get really deep yeah but um i mean that's the thing in in both his series he's kind of like what's his face um Ale- like alex alex <laughs> no it's just like his uh, his series um Shiro Masamune, the, the the creator, his series always get turned into like many different iterations. You have so many different iterations of Ghost in the Shell. Oh yeah. You have so many different iterations of Apple, Apple Seed. Seed. Yeah. There was like five different movies, all very different. None of them connected. Yeah. Well, like I remember, like I seen like the first movie, 
And that like, first movie was more like like a 90s anime film yeah right? it was like a 90 anime and it did have like a serious moment it had like the whole serious moment but again there were like lighthearted comedy moments you know where it was just oh, straight yeah. up like an anime you know and then i do remember seeing like a later version and they went like super fucking hardcore serious like this is a serious fucking world we live in you know there, there was like hardly any humor all right and with that we bid you good night hope y'all have out. a great one Thank mm-hmm. you.